All right, here we go. I'm glad we don't have to clap anymore, although it kind of puts the pressure on me. Yeah, we used to have to do that, not anymore. So you guys have all grown up. I know, it's all easier now. Yep, streamlined. Right. Here we go. Thank you for tuning in for another episode. Of, why are you clapping already? <laughs> Clap at the end. Another episode of Growler Garage. Uh, if you're sticking around after the last two atrocious episodes we had, I thank you so much for being a real fan. Um, Producer Matt, those were um, two of the worst episodes we'll ever have on the show, I think, right? Yeah, the, they were real bad. But we got like, a, a lot of comments. I think people like it when we're bad. Um, if Hopefully. You, if, if you didn't catch I mean, them, those were our malt liquor taste test I mean, episodes. If, if that's the case, then that makes our job really easy. Oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, I got texts um, when that episode launched, the part two, where people were just like, that was the funniest crap I've ever seen in my really? life. Oh, oh yeah. I got, nice. I got a bunch of texts from people like, that was absurd and ridiculous and made no sense, and I never stopped laughing. So cool. that's high praise. I like hearing that. But thank you uh, for tuning back in again. This episode is going to be not that. We're not getting drunk off malt liquor. We're getting drunk off of uh, some nice Bottle Logic Brewing Company. We'll talk more about that in a minute. And now you may recognize our guest. He was one that was here, I believe, back on episode two. That's correct. Um, this is uh, this is Doug. And I'm the first return guest on Girl You are. And, it's a um, privilege and an honor. I appreciate that. And he's going to be a recurring guest because um, we don't want the show to be something where we have to have a different guest every week because we're going to run out of people. You know, there's only how many billions of people in the world, and that's just not enough. That's true. Yeah, I mean, once we hit 10 billion episodes, we're going right. to have to at least have a couple repeats. Yeah. Right. Here and so, there. So, so we, want, we want the show to not be about the guests. We want it to be about what we're talking about and having fun. And So we got Doug back to talk about the, what's new in the beer world. Um, we're going to big shakeups. That's cool to hear. We, uh, we, I have no idea what he's even talking about yet. We didn't, we didn't practice or he didn't prep me in any kind of way. So we'll have some fun stuff there along with his, uh, his latest project, the Beer Paper uh, LA. Uh, and then, of course, as always, Pop Quiz Trivia is uh, our sponsor with our trivia that we have going on each and every week. I hear he's going to quiz me this week, mm-hmm. which is going to be something. It's going to happen. That'll be interesting. It will. So, um, so Doug, let's, uh, let's hop into it. The oh, big news. beer and hops. See, ah, see what you did there. Doing. You know? And uh, the big news in the beer world. What uh, What do you got to uh, tell us about? Catch us up on what's new. Um, I believe it was this morning. It possibly was yesterday. But Lagunitas Brewing Company had a 50% buy-in from Heineken. Ooh. That is the second California brewery to take on foreign money. Firestone Walker, since I last sat in this chair, has jumped into bed with Duval who also owns part of Omegang, who you may know from the Game of Thrones beers, and uh, what is their name? They're in Kansas City, Boulevard Brewing. Boulevard. So we're seeing a new evolution in craft as the market share... All right, so Heineken lost the most money of any brewery while, while craft beer exploded because the guy who drank good beer stopped drinking Heineken and started drinking your local beer. I like Heineken. But there's nothing wrong with Heineken. Yeah. Oh, is it that it's kind of the? It was it kind was, of the more. It was the beer for people on the fence. Okay, so it was almost more of the huh. not the generic Budweiser Coors. Like it was kind of the fringe beer, right. and then those people all went to the micro brews. Right. I so they it. lost their market share. So this is them jumping back into the game, making a big swing. And Lagunitas is a big player in the American craft distribution overseas. So mm. markets like Tokyo, which is, has a great beer scene. Brazil, which is blowing up. Italy's even making great craft beer. So, Except they call it wine, right? Sometimes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Prosecco. Um, <laughs> so, that yeah, this, this lets Lagunitas get their big hoppy beers out. and uh, That's cool. I like Lagunitas. Yeah. They're, Do you they're, think that's a positive for them? Because um, I know, like... Oh, for them, huge positive. Yeah, because... 
They're finishing a brewery in Azusa that's going to be the second biggest brewery in California. Wow. And that's to tap into the port of L.A. to start sending more beer overseas. Because I know, like, in technology and in cars and stuff, if a, if a large company buys a small company, a lot of times they absorb it, they steal their ideas, and then they just crush it, and it's gone. So right. that's not something that's going to happen here. No, this is, in both cases, the Firestone Walker and the Lagunitas, it's it's an investment in for for growth. Okay. Uh Duval is a, a massive. Duval Mortgat is a huge Belgian beverage conglomeration. They're going to dump time, money, and streamlining efforts into Firestone so that their beer can be produced all over the country and then be drank all over the world. And as a brewer, that's what you really want. It's not really about money for a lot of these guys. It's about sharing great beer. So That's great. That makes the beer industry different than most industries. It's the most fun industry to work inside of because it's it's more collaboration than competition. And everybody's on the same page. And when you're dealing with the fact that craft beer is less than 15% market share, so one and a half beers out of 10 that are drank in America are craft beers. Really? That's it? Even with the whole hipster movement and all that, it's still only... Yeah. There's some markets where it's closer to two and a half, but usually across the country, you've got so many people drinking the macros that all these guys, it feels like a big scene. It's really not. It's it's a lot of people who know each other by first name and they pat each other on the back. They cheer each other's successes. They mourn each other's failures and seeing them work together is awesome. And being a part of it's even better. Very cool. Uh, yeah, that's the, that's the kind of stuff that, that is only, you know... Good to hear, I suppose. You know, it's it's like I talk about a lot of other, other industries. It's not that way. It's super cutthroat. Mm-hmm. The beer industry, I know very little about it, of course, but it's it's cool to hear that it's, for the most part, pretty friendly. And because uh, that's, at the end of the day, you know, people just like good beer. Yep. Um, and speaking of good beer, we've got the Bottle Logic, like I talked about, beer that we're having today. They, they didn't sponsor us yet. I'm hoping they do because they seem like a lot of cool guys. So what we're drinking this week is called the She Shot First, yep. which um, first time I drank that was actually a couple weeks ago just because the label was so cool. Yeah. It had kind of this um, almost looks like a 40s, uh, like Rosie the Riveter mm-hmm. woman on it, but um, holding like a blaster of sorts. And it's clearly a, pl- a pun on uh, or a play on Han Shot First. It is. For the Star Wars fans, which everybody is a Star Wars fan nowadays, even if they're not really, yes. you know, because we've <laughs> only got, what, three months before everybody has to be one. And... Um, so that, that caught my attention. I drank it. And I was like, whoa, okay, this was actually really good. Went back and got it, and um, it's, a, it's a cool place. Uh, if you live in the Orange County area, check out. They're over in Anaheim. Um, and this one, the, the She Shot First, and it is a what kind of beer. I don't even know what kind of beer it's it is. It's a 4.7% American Pale Wheat Ale. That's what it says. That is exactly what it says. Um, and they, uh, they're, they're, it's inexpensive. The, the growler of the stuff only cost me 16 bucks. Oh, so bad. is that with yeah. the glass or without the glass? No, that's just a fill. Um, okay. The thing is an extra six for the bottle, mm-hmm. which is pretty good. It's a couple bucks cheaper than some of the others I've been to. Um, and speaking of that, I, I tried a brewery, the brewery, mm. that, um, that you... Wherever did you hear about that? You were the first one, and a lot of other people have told me about it. Um, so I went with a couple of my friends, and um, they obviously don't sponsor the show either. Nobody does, except for a pop quiz trivia, sort of. Um, but uh, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I tried every beer there, did not find one I even remotely liked. Wow. Really? Wow. Couldn't couldn't <laughs> do them. They all were, and I didn't hate most of them. I, I didn't hate them, but I was like, this is what, I felt like there was nothing that tasted like a beer to me. Okay. And what I mean is like, there's a there's this kind of try hard movement going on right now. And I know a lot of taps are rotational and they mm-hmm. change beers a lot where they try to make the beer so flavorful and have so much of this just pop mm-hmm. that it, to me, in my taste, I'm like, just give me a beer. Right. Like, give me just something normal. You're a um, traditionalist. A bit, I guess, without even realizing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tried their whole range. And let me tell you, though, if you want a dark beer, I'm not a dark beer fan, but if I were, 
that place is on it mm -hmm. because they I like I said I don't like beer that you can't see through and they had a lot of like coffee looking beer and usually I just drink a sip and I'm like I can't do this and those were like okay I could do this and they're alcoholic they are their dark beers start at like what like nine percent or something uh, and they go up from there that's a good they cover the range the biggest brewery beer I have had to date was 22.3 oh can you believe that moly. yes I can it was in my body <laughs> was it halfway decent tasting uh, it's fantastic it's, really there are more well i can't say more the brewery so there's something called beer advocate um it mm. is a peer ratings group more brewery beers are in the top 250 in the world than you can you can count in a scroll and i believe it because they had a unique style to them mm -hmm. and it was very easily distinguishable and yes. it's very unique they have a signature and um i can understand people that drink a lot more beer than I do or try a lot of different beers than I do or maybe take it more seriously than I do, really liking them. I could, I could see it. I could. But for, you know, for me, like I said, I'm just the guy who, who's happy to pick up a Dos Equis And not and joining their membership anytime soon? Probably not. That's no, okay. It's They're, expensive. It seemed cool, though. It's a cool concept of um, they basically have beers that are exclusive to members mm -hmm. of this club. Uh, and then there's a whole second page to their um, list. Um, and I like what they do. They encourage people to try a lot of different beers. They yes. sell pints, but they don't really... They don't really go that route. It's mostly all flights. They have also taken an oath to never make an IPA. Really? Ever. Because it's come? too played out or what? It's just the way they do things. Weird. Interesting. And the funny part is their owner, Patrick Rue, Strong name. is a brewery. Mm -hmm. uh, see? see what he did there? Yeah. What, what in God's name is that noise? Uh, what noise? The rumbling. It's so probably my car? air conditioner to the house. No. Was there? Was that a car or a helicopter? It's probably the Titanic. Oh, Probably. California. The land Titanic. It's California drifting in the sea. Anyway, Patrick <laughs> was a very, very strong home brewer before he made the I leap. I you going to say he's very strong homie. Like, that too. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, Patrick would not know me in a room. Um, we, uh... He's sitting right there, though. Word. Oh, zing. <laughs> anyway, he, he would brew some very solid IPAs as a home brewer, I've been told. Hmm. So it's it's funny that he has That's sworn off of the, the I'm IPA. A, I'm a giant fan of IPAs. There are plenty for you, sir. That's yes, like true. <laughs> there is. That's true. Yeah, that's like you. my my go to is right now is IPAs. You know, um, I tried hard, and I don't hate IPAs, but I can't get into them. Uh, I've, I'm on a half kick lately, and I've always been kind of a half guy. But there was a period there where anytime I had a half, even if it was just one, I, I was hungover the next day, regardless. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, like, God, am I one of those assholes that has like a wheat intolerance or like <laughs> a gluten thing? And I didn't change anything, and now I started drinking them again, and I'm not having any issues. So, have you started drinking filtered beers as opposed to unfiltered beers? Probably the other way around. So I was drinking a lot of Shock Tops and Blue Moons, and you're still unfiltered. Oh, are they? I thought. Uh, well, pot, yeah, mo Maybe. I would. I would say yes. Okay. Without having any knowledge on their brewing process. I'm not sure because um, mostly what I'm drinking now is still some, you know, the shock tops and stuff. But when I go to a brewery, I go, you got a half? Yeah, okay, let me have it. No, what's the closest thing you got to a half? And, you know, that's how I end up with, with this, which isn't very close, but it's kind of close, I guess. <laughs> Hefs and Belgian wits are traditionally unfiltered. Hefeweizen actually means yeast wheat beer. Mm. Okay. So that's Maybe there's something to that. It but might be the yeast that's giving you a little trouble. It's a pusher. Is it? Well, it's not giving me too much trouble lately, and it's weird because my stomach's been giving me trouble with everything I eat, and that's another story for another day. You're getting old. I guess. That's what Kaylee says, my wife. It's not good. I can't barely even eat a pizza anymore. Which is, it's uh, like your favorite food. Right. 
<laughs> all the things so like that's how you grew up was pizza. i could i could live off pizza three times a day like yeah. there's not and it wouldn't even be a struggle like that's not that's no problem <laughs> um i also went to um the huntington beach um beer festival a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. um and you, what reminded me of that was you're talking about ipas yes and you talk about ipas that may as well have been an ipa festival really it's almost every uh-huh. beer festival these the, days pretty much yeah everybody had typically two beers from each of the um you know the breweries and it was, you could bet everybody had at least one IPA. Some had two, some had three. And I went, and I was getting, I started going to the next booth and I went, do you have anything that's not an IPA? No? All right. And just moved on. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I got so sick of them. Yep. And that was what really start, made me start realizing when I was talking about the, the try hard beers, the ones that are peach this and pineapple that and pumpkin and pumpkins. Like, pumpin's coming, baby. It's, it's September. Here I we can't, go. It's pumpkin season. The white, the white girls are coming. The white girls are coming. I don't Yoga mind. pants. I don't. Oh, well, that's all right. I don't mind the hint of pumpkin flavor, but I, I hate to punch you in the face. Mm-hmm. Pumpkin and, and pineapple and... Unfortunately, brewers are having to deal with American palates, which do not believe in nuance. <laughs> they, they have to be strong and in your face with everything we do. So... Are you getting sick of it? Yeah, it's, it's not fun. Oh, was that for me? Of course. Hmm. I went to Korea once. I know how this works. I may or may not have heard that story already. Yeah, we did. We talked about so that. So why is it that you pour his fine, but when you pour my beer, because he's all foam. Do you tilt? He tilted it. I tilt it, okay. but he just is like it dumps 46 it in there. Six degrees. I'm known for my 46 <laughs> degree angle. Most people only do 45. Oh, he he's like notorious for being really good at pouring beer really bad. I think this beer is just not super. It's in my presence. It could be. Yeah. Heady is heady a word? Heady is a word. Oh, it's not super heady. It just doesn't. It doesn't. Up. Huh. This tastes like a good. This tastes like what Budweiser and Coors should be. Very light, very easy drinking. Okay. It looks like a regular just American beer. I won't tell their brewers that you compared their flagship. I know they'll get upset to Coors or Bud. But that's what they should be. Because no, no, is, I, I think I, I, I feel that it was more of a compliment. Okay. I think it was a backhanded compliment. They did win a, a gold medal at GABF in their first year of entry. Really? Which is ridiculous. Well, Budweiser is also the number one selling beer in the world, yeah, or Bud Light or something. Yeah. No, I think he's he's more saying that Budweiser and Coors need to step their shit up. Yeah, no, they they do exactly <laughs> what they're trying to do, and they sell a ton of hydrate the masses that they're making. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, if I mean, they you, wanted to make this beer, no doubt they would do it flawlessly. You know what, Neil? Yeah. But you got to hydrate. How so, many people would buy yeah. it? No, a lot less. I mean, that's just it. Is you pick up a Coors Light, and there's not a person on the planet who's going to drink half of it and go, I just I Now, can't. if you spent $50 million on a marketing campaign to sell this beer and told people how good it was, then you would get a bunch of people buying it. It's true. I think it was um, Anheuser did a, a kind of a, what they called, I think they called it a Prohibition-style beer. Um, they had it at, um, what was it? I, I don't know what it's called now, but they had it at the... Um, Trivia we used to go to out in Anaheim Hills. Mm-hmm. And um, they put all this effort behind the thing. Like, they were giving out growlers of it. And, mm-hmm. and was it was a course. cool logo. That oh, was of course. course. Okay. Did, uh, I'm not going to remember what it's called now. I shouldn't have jumped in until I figured it out. Yeah, it was a word and then a number at the end. Uh, yeah, it and, was uh, batch 19. That was it. And at first, I was like, okay, this is for a big brand beer. I'm like, this is not bad. It actually darker. had some malt character to it. Yeah, and then I, I quickly got over it. And I don't know why. I just I just was like, Ugh, whatever. And by then, it's gone now, right? Well, it's because the promo girl left, and you were like, oh, eh. that's probably why. Oh, well. <laughs> I can't find it anymore. Like, no, I think that was a short run. Was it? Okay. Have you tasted Miller Fortune? What is that? It's like four, no, it's like a 7% amber lager uh-huh. that Miller put out that is 
So good, you should try it. I need. I might need to try that because my go-to beer for the longest time has been Dos Equis Amber. I don't like Dos Equis Lager. Big fan That's of okay. Amber. Can't friggin' find it anymore. But do you ever get into Oktoberfest beers because it's the most wonderful time of the year? I kind of. Your Dos Equis Amber Vienna Lager. I like the Sam Adams Oktoberfest. So close to a Marzen or an Oktoberfest beer that you should be dabbling in the next four or five weeks. I do. I just don't. I, I'm weary of the pumpkinness. Going oh, on. no, 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 no. That's a whole different story. Yeah, but all, if you look at October stuff, you got to be just careful. Because people... Because of the orange? It gets you? Yeah. You just uh, got to be careful. Understandable. You know? But um, I'm, a, I'm a Sam Adams fan of almost everything they do. should be. I like them. It's, they're my number one. If, if I'm not sure what beer to get, give me a Sam Adams. Why got. do you think they got where they got? Because they have good marketing. No, because, well, yes, but because they make solid, appealing, consumable beer. That's true. I mean, a, a Boston Lager is, to me, I mean, they have it almost everywhere. Yes. So it's like, you got a Budweiser, and, and I'm not knocking Budweiser. It's fine. It does the job. It is the king of beer. That's right. And, you know, I, I'm not, I used to be a big fan of Budweiser when I first started drinking beer, but I just, it is what it is. fine. But if, I mean. If craft beers were 100 years old, mm-hmm. would they be everywhere? I don't think so. Of course they would. I don't think yeah. so. Well, how do you get to be a hundred without having? Cold? Well, okay, but that's kind of a cart before the horse thing. But, like, but Budweiser's a hundred-year-old brewery. Well, yeah, no. I mean, okay, Budweiser has got to be. I mean, I guess it's arguable, but Anheuser Busch in general, Budweiser probably got to be the top beer in the world. Whether you, even though I know sales-wise it is, but that aside, I mean, they just they don't make anything bad that I've ever had. I've heard that they might, but they have this like Mexican beer that looks like tequila in like these bottles. And I looked up some, I was tempted because it had these cool like luchadors on it. And um, I looked it up and it was like every review site under the sun was like one star or less. And I was like, whoa, it was like, I don't know what it was called, but it was a clear bottle, had like those candy skulls or whatever on it. But, you know, it's um, Budweiser is where they're at for a reason. Yes. And they sponsor a lot of racing. So, well, that's a write off. You got to do it. Gotta, yeah, I got a Super Bowl. They're always in the Super Bowl. Coors, too. I mean, Coors sponsored racing for a long time. Sponsored Bill Elliott. Awesome Bill from Dawsonville. (laughs) You know, I got a Coors hat. You know, so it's it's good times. But, um, you know, it's, um, I mentioned there for a second there about the uh, the Dos Equis Amber. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping you can give me some insight because every restaurant that I go to that had it doesn't have it anymore. Every restaurant that I've gone to doesn't have it anymore. The multi-packs that used to have it and Dos Equis Lager and like hmm. Tecate and like some of those just like the generic Mexican tr- taster pack almost. Yeah. They, they got rid of it and they put that like other, I don't remember the other brand they put in it now, but I cannot find the stuff anywhere. Nothing hmm. on the internet's telling me. Target. So if you want to do some research, no, I go to Target all the time. Really? Yeah, I can't find the it. The Target out by my house has it for days. If you'd like to do some research for me I've, and get back I'm to me on what you. happened to Dos No, I want to know why. Yeah. I want to know where to find my Dos Equis Amber. Yeah. Because I love that beer, but I'm going to switch to Sam Adams Oktoberfest or something. You, but I've only got so much time. Get your fill. It's, it's going to be winter lager before you know it. And I like the winter lager, but it's so. not as good. But it, It's a very different profile. Of course, Much yeah. Much spicier. Well, going from the summer beers to the Oktoberfest is always tough for it's me. It's beer season. It's the best time of year. It is, but I got so used to the light, like summer shandies and mm-hmm. all that stuff, that now it's like... Well, poof. it's different in California, Southern California, because it's September summer. and October is the best time of the year here. And the beers that the rest of the country is drinking don't really yeah. match up with it's 99 degrees today. Right. right. Yeah. Like it's it's here in the beginning of September and my car, even after I got, you know, started driving it for a minute so that, the, you know, the high temperature it always starts at. Mm-hmm. It was 107 today on my way to the grocery store. And I went, this is stupid. Like, nice. I almost just bought a bunch of Bud Light Lime and just showered in it. Well, yeah. 
That would have worked. It would have been, you would have not have been wasting water in our drought. <laughs> there you go. That's true. See, that's so. true. You may have been a little sticky, but. That's fine. He started out that way. <laughs> <laughs> so something we wanted to do um, in this episode. Is, yes. Uh, we talked a lot about beer, but we're going we're gonna to talk back about cars a little bit. Mm. So. Is that what you do here? A little bit. Sometimes. We try. Okay. We dabble. I'd also like to point out the TV hasn't lost the logo once yet. Yeah, and I'm so excited about it. Now it will. That's fine, but we got. Well, we're probably 20 minutes in, and it hasn't done it. It's over now. Uh, See, I'm a Philly sports fan. You just ruined everything. See, now, now the camera's gonna break. Yep. The lights are gonna burn <laughs> out. Like, so jet engine. Yep, that'd mm-hmm. be worth it. That we get a lot of views. We'd be, if that we'd be dead. Are you sure? Maybe if it landed on my lawn. Donnie Darko. No. Yeah, we'd, we'd be dead. We'd okay. be dead. Then we'd, there'd be a creepy rabbit, and <laughs> right. maybe it is worth it. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> All right. Um, so what we're going to do is we, we talked a little bit about this week. We got into a little bit of a debate about what the the top, you know, the, the, I guess the most notable or, or best movie slash TV cars yes. of all time are. With a qualifier. Uh-huh. That the car is not the center of the program. So Kit from Knight Rider is not applicable. Right. So it's cars in the movie, not yes. cars of the movie, if you will. So it's not, um, you know, it's not Kit. It's not Christine. From Christine, exactly. Um, begrudgingly, it's not the General Lee, no, because that would be number one, regardless. Let's just throw that so out. So then there. the Delorean's out. The Delorean's got to be out, and it's also not a stock Delorean, so doesn't yeah, matter. But if the General Lee's out, then the Delorean's for sure right. out. Well, let's do this two ways, right? I think we should do. It I don't two know ways. which one of those cars I'd rather own: a time traveling Delorean or a Dixie Horn General, General Lee. Lee. Give me the General Lee. Yeah, because de- it's definitely, it's, definitely General. Because it would get to eighty-eight and be like, all right, now what? We're cruising. Well, we're already somewhere else. Well, the, yeah, but the DeLorean, I guess it has to go faster than the speed of light to travel through time, huh? So I, guess I don't know how that works. Gotta call Emmett L. Brown. You know that he was only 46 when that first Back to the Future was made? And he looked 80? Yeah. <laughs> and you know that this is the year? No matter this what your it. Facebook memes have said. 2015. But it's not yet. People are posting October already. October 21st, 2015. It's coming. It's October, so stop posting Look your bullshit. for your pop quiz trivia, Back to the Future game. It's, it's coming. September. Right. October. Well, right now it's September. Yeah, I know. It's this is the year. <laughs> Are you doing a Back to the Future trivia game? Of course we're doing it. Oh, I'm coming. Sign me it's up. It's the greatest trilogy ever made. Sign me up. Yeah, no, I'm in. For sure. It's fantastic. So, um, I, I think we'd have to agree that if we looked at it overall, General Lee's top three, DeLorean's top three, whatever. So, with those qualifiers out, meaning it's a car that somebody drives in the movie. It is a tool. It is a... Is a Something that they are using in the movie for a purpose. It yes. is not the center of it. No. Um, I would say... For me, I'm going to give my top three right now. It is the the Bullet Mustang. Okay, um, mm, yeah. that's fair. Yep. The Bullet Mustang. Um, another one would be the um, the Ghostbuster, the Ecto One. Wow. Um, okay. Which I think that has got to be there. And then um, number three, uh, it, it kind of goes back and forth for me a little bit. Um, but what I'm going to go with is uh, is is just simply because not only is it the most badass movie car of all time. It is also the most badass race car of all time, which makes it in turn the most badass car of all time, which is the Porsche 917 from Le Mans. As Steve McQueen famously drives the Golf 917. I thought you were going to say the Mach 5 from Speed Racer. That would be there. I was like, I, like uh, I'm like, with you. The Mach so 5 close. is something. Would that one be out, though? Yes, I believe it would have to be. Yeah. It kind of. Because, I mean, in reality, those mov- those that show and the movie was much less about racing than you'd think. But you put me in that car, I'm winning the race, too. Fair. Okay. <laughs> so what? And you the, don't want to see me at K one. I kind of do though. It's, it was terrible. 
Whiplash. Let's, uh, let's get your top three. Like, nose-to-nose, full-speed crash. Why were you doing the wrong way? Uh, I spun. And, and then you proceeded to... Oh, I was proceeded to be rammed by a very attractive girl in a we'll racing see, helmet. see what would probably happen. She was, was wearing a painted helmet? No, she was in a helmet. She wasn't a... Oh. She was, oh. This was her third race of all time. Oh, too. you made it sound like it was like a girl wearing a painted helmet. Like, there's not many of those. I probably know her. Like, but I told you about the two 15-year-olds that were mm-hmm. so good. And well, yeah, I was they're like, also, they're lighter than I am. That's bro, why bro, I'm they're terrible. they're young. Come on, man. No, they were boys. <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> anyway. As long as you're not trying to do that in what my state? My top Ohio? three. Huh? What state can you not marry gays anymore because of uh, that one lady? Is that oh, she's, she's in jail. No, yeah. she's out now. She just got out today. Did you see her rally when she got out? It was yesterday, but that sucks. she came out to Eye of the Tiger with Mike Huckabee next oh, to her. Oh, 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 really? God, it was so good. There's, there's another story going on that the uh-huh. uh, the people who own the rights to uh, mm-hmm. Eye of the Tiger oh, are yeah. now suing yeah. Survivor. <laughs> Survivor suing anybody. Yeah. Well, it's it's Sony owns it. Yeah, so and Sony do. is lawsuit. Oh yeah, lawsuit city. And I'm that's I, awesome. Like she's. I saw that on the Reddit today. That's she's so the worst. Great. Only oh, thing yes. worse is the people that support her. And I well, don't care. Like I'm not. I don't care if I'm turning people off to this because if you like. That if you don't if you don't understand the difference, then just stop watching my show. Well, yeah. in America, we tell people what they're allowed to do and not do. So right. uh, that's what freedom's all about. You know, and that's, that's the funny thing is my favorite thing ever with that. And we'll get back to movie cars in a second. My favorite thing with that is the people that go, oh no, it, allowing people to be to have gay marriages encroaching on my religious freedom. Like what? What? Well, it's against my religion. And this country was founded on Christianity. And at that point, I just hit myself in the head with a hammer and away I go. Because yeah. I just, you, you can't even argue with that. Like, it's just, where do you start? You well, know? logic is obviously out the window. All right. No, it's so religious freedom only applies to you if you're a white, white male Christian, you know? I thought that's how all freedom worked. Oh, that's true. Yes. Hey, you're only free if you're a white Christian male. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. Truth. Between the ages of 18 and 35. That's right. Uh, 55. Well, that's true. It's probably more. The older you get, the freer you are. Yes. Yeah. You can mow people down in the market with your car. Yes. I just need some bananas. Oh, see you later, oh, sir. Oh, sorry, sir. That, that person was in your way. <laughs> sorry, Leonard. You know, <laughs> get out of here. You crazy scamp. There's people dying. But it's okay. You know, but still, let's ban the guns. Now that um, rich white men are running the country still, shall I talk about my movie cars? <laughs> sure, yeah. Go ahead. So number three for me is the TVR in Swordfish. That's reaching. Yeah, that's a heck of a I, reference. I'm with you. It's T- awesome. Anything British and TVR, I'm in. Yes. When, uh, when number, they run. Number two, I'm not saying either of these movies, Swordfish nor the next, is the, the movie's called War. Okay, it, it's, it's Netflixable, but don't bother. Uh, it's Jason Statham <laughs> and Jet Li, and he drives a spiker, and what? that thing is what? dirty. It is like It took me an hour of watching to figure out what it was yeah. and, and some Googling, but that car is just beautiful and i'm gonna cheat on this one uh-huh um the film is minority report and it is the lexus that he drives i know it no. doesn't exist no but that's awful but it's awesome no now, because that's just the way things are gonna go in the future oh boy okay fine i'll get rid of it and say <laughs> the future car from demolition man that has the phone oh yes the crash. oh so and good. you can either drive it or not drive it um i want to give a uh, a notable mention though to the uh, the original Mad Max Falcon, okay, like that that deserves a, an honorable mention, yeah. I think, because that's okay. right there. And then, have you seen the new one? No, actually, I haven't. It's very good. If you like things blowing up, I do. Okay, and I will. Okay, I'm in. I'm waiting for it to Netflix. Uh, yes, soon. 
Okay. Because it's iTunes or iMovie, whatever that is called. I also want to give honorable mentions to the Challenger and Vanishing Point. Uh, to the I'm sensing a muscly theme here. Oh yeah, you know. Um, let's see what else. Also, um, I'm proud that Eleanor is not on your list. All right, let's let's talk about that. Um, if we're talking original Gone in sixty seconds, Eleanor, which I haven't seen, don't tell anybody. It's <gasps> it's not a good movie. Okay, it's okay. <laughs> but the car is brilliant, and the reason is is because that's the day before special effects, really. Mm-hmm. So you this, actually had to drive the car. Yeah. So this is a Mach one. It wasn't a GT five hundred mm-hmm. whatever bullshit replica asshole Nicholas Cage Angelina Jolie bullshit. But he's gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. Oh, I love I love that movie so much. Dude's <laughs> <To his> face. <laughs> So this Mach 1 is, the whole, the whole movie's a setup towards the car chase at the end. Yes. Just like the new one was, but done much better. He doesn't leap over all the traffic on the Golden Gate Bridge or whatever. What? He, what? he literally, he goes and jumps it. That was a San Pedro Bridge. Uh, no one, oh, anyway, it doesn't good matter. Call. They, they were in but so go ahead. So he jumps over things and stuff, but it's all natural things. And he crashes this car repeatedly. Because Does they're it stay filming this the whole time. Oh yeah. Oh, because it's actually one car. They fix yeah, and they fix one piece of damage, and that's when he. I think I want to say, and don't crucify me if I'm wrong on this. He curbs the car so hard that he breaks the lower control arm on the suspension, so the tires just doing that. Miraculously, in the next scene, the tires no longer doing that. So, <laughs> but it's still like the alignments, all kinds of wrong. Because the frame is bent mm-hmm. badly. But they, they keep the car drivable, yes. obviously. But, that, I mean, that thing's wrecked. There's a point in, in the movie where he, where I think it's a cop car misses a turn, and this wasn't supposed to happen, and crashes into a Cadillac dealership and legitimately takes out, like, 10 Cadillacs <laughs> that were not part of the movie. Like, and it's it's awesome. It's if, if nothing else, that car chase scene, to me, is better than the bullet chase scene. That, um, I feel like we need to get into that, but I don't know if we have the time. Yeah, I, we probably don't. We might have to revisit that. Well, we can that, do but. really quick top three car chase movies. Oh, it's it's gone in 60 seconds. It's uh, Bullet. And, um, I mean, I, I guess it's probably the Italian job. I want to say Ronan. I haven't seen that. Oh. Audi S8 against an old uh, Mercedes, probably diesel. It's gorgeous. There's also... Um, um, there's a few others. I mean, I guess if it's cop specific, it's a little different. I mean, Vanishing Point's obviously good. Um, I thought that the chase with um, oh, what's his shit, um, the guy who lost his mind on Two and a Half Men a few few years Charlie ago. Sheen? Yeah, he's in that. Wait, that one's kind of the decent. one where he's in the yeah. beaver. Yeah, that <laughs> and was he fun. Robs a girl with a butterfinger. Yeah, that one's fun. That's not a car chase. That, the whole uh, movie's a car chase scene. Uh, that one's fun. It's not good, but it's fun. Um, Christy Swanson. Oh, okay. I think that's her. Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry is good. Or, no, I botched that. That's not what it's called. Whatever. I'm going to drink more beer. Gumball Rally yeah. is always a good one. Yeah, I mean, all the Gumball Cannonball movies are all good. Um, I mean, but it, it kind of varies. Some of them, you know, are what they are. But, you know, it's it's there's a lot of them out there. There's a lot more car movies out there that don't get the attention maybe they what deserve. About, uh, um, God, I've been thinking about it for five minutes, and now I forgot it. Word. Thanks. Um, <laughs> Give us an actor. Give us a car. It'll be a decade. Yeah, seriously. Give us anything. Son of a bitch. I, j- I just had it. You work on that. Okay. Um, <sighs> it's um. There's another movie that that's not a car chase movie. It's a NASCAR movie um, starring um. What? I want you to say Days of Thunder so bad. No, I love Days of Thunder. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, I mean there's there's everybody knows Days of Thunder. Everybody knows Talladega Nights, and a lot of people know um, Stroker Ace with uh, Burt Reynolds. Robin is racing. Yeah, like, those are words to live by. He didn't hit you, he didn't move you, he didn't wreck you. He rubbed you, and Rubin's son is racing. 
Let's see. Uh, there you have Smokey it. and the Bandit. Which close the show right oh, there. Smokey and the Bandit. Yeah, that's, oh, that's pretty Sally iconic. Sally Field is amazing in that movie. Still is. Not the acting. Oh, yeah, no. She is gorgeous. She's not, not a bad-looking woman. Burt Reynolds isn't a bad-looking man either, though. So. Whoa. All right, so... Is it him or Tom Selleck? Which one? you got to pick one. I am, see, I can't grow facial hair, therefore... I well, don't know. appreciate his, mus- his mustache game is strong. I'm gonna go with a begrudging Tom Selleck. Oh, A-Team Van. That one's pretty good too. There I think you that go. A-Team a Van. Yeah, that deserves a mention. Hmm. I think so. I don't. I, I feel like that's on the fence of being a character. It doesn't matter. Maybe. No, not really. No, I mean, maybe. But um, yeah. No, there's a there's a um, um, there's a NASCAR movie um starring, starring Kenny Rogers, the gambler. You know. I know who Kenny Rogers is. Yeah, it's called Six Pack. Uh, and I'm telling you, do what you need to do to find this movie. Because I've talked about it on the show before. He adopts a bunch of orphans to be his pit crew. And it's strong. <laughs> this sounds like a very solid late 70s it's movie. right there with uh, Speedway starring Elvis. Oh, no. Um, and then, <laughs> We're going to win is a race. Oh, it's good. Every time, like, there's a bunch of drama in the movie of people dying, and every time they're about to die, their left front wheel bearing seizes up. So the le- they'll be going down the track, and the, t- the tire will just stop and start smoking, and then they'll go through a wall and just <laughs> die. It's something. Is it's, it a caper? What the hell's a caper? Like, it, is someone killing the racers? Oh, no, I don't know. I know. I've never paid that, attention. That's just how they... But it's Elvis and that chick that was in every movie with him in, like, the 60s, early oh. 60s. I don't if I was a good trivia guy, I would know that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember, but you, it's one of those things you would know the name if you heard it, but yeah. um, I'm telling everybody right now, check out Speedway starring Elvis, check out Six Pack starring Kenny one. Rogers. It's, those I are feel strong. like a movie called Six Pack wouldn't be Kenny Rogers with Orphans. I feel like <laughs> you know? it would be 300 or something about beer. You think... Th- okay, yeah. now I'm pic- picturing the movie 300 starring Kenny Rogers with an no, army of orphans. No, no, The movie 300 <laughs> where it's just... yeah like workout porn of dudes with like ripped like yes i go to the gym all the time and, and that reminds you of kenny rogers no the six pack the name six oh pack. okay i'm with you i feel like 300 could have just been called six pack it probably could have. or a movie i'm with you now about beer would be called six pack there's a, there's a group of guys on the internet like nascar fans that um a nascar driver gave them the the, the nickname six pack because what basically they live to torment these drivers whenever they just like all of twitter Whenever um, so the internet's for right, yeah. It's Whenever abusing human beings, if a, na- if, a, if a NASCAR driver did something <laughs> stupid videos. or said something stupid, they'd call him out on it, and it was typically very hilarious. And finally, one of the drivers, uh, I believe it was Kenny Wallace, finally is like, he says something, and like he's like, you know what? Most of you guys on Twitter are cool, but there's like the six, these six guys, the six pack of guys that just live to torment me and all these other drivers, and they ran with it. Of so, course they did. You so, can't respond. Oh yeah, it's over. I mean, and they they that like they got the hashtag six pack trending. Oh no, yeah. it was strong. It was super nice. cool. Like they got there was um, a couple years ago in the Daytona 500. There was uh, uh, Juan Montoya. You know, we hit the jet dryer. You know, because car broke. But oh yeah, people nobody nobody likes to remember that. So it was a long red flag. Um, and during that red flag, all the NASCAR reporters had nothing to report on. So they started engaging all six pack guys started engaging all the reporters, and they like it became a thing like it was ridiculously hilarious they made up a fake driver named mike bodine <laughs> but they used the the, the actor from twitter should be four they used the actor from hellboy as as who he what he looks like Wait, ron perlman yeah <laughs> but nobody was putting it together that it wasn't real they're like thinking that it was they were photoshopping his face onto like nascar driver bodies it was so good he's too big to be a driver he's yeah. a big man 
but it was good. And it was even at the time where he was like an ambassador for NASCAR. Like they were paying him to be in commercials and stuff. Because he was in Sons of Anarchy? Maybe. Same demographic. Kind of. Solid marketing. But anyways, that's that was a fun story. That's a men's soap opera. Man, isn't that wrestling? Yeah, but no. <laughs> I'm... Did you ever watch Sons, Pat? No. Uh, I am also lacking in the Suns. I'm just giving you Suns. Really good. I'm not against it. I just haven't invested. It's really good. I've uh, heard it's very super good addicting. Things. I don't really want to pull out the second growler quite no. yet. No, no, no. I'm going to that brewery right after we leave. Are you? So, yes. You want to bring one back? Uh, no, because <laughs> I'm going to go to another brewery after that. Are you and then another brewery after that. You have a problem. Of breweries mm-hmm. visiting? Yeah. Yep. I mm-hmm. didn't say I was going to drink at them. Well, why are you? What? Well, why are you going? I don't think that's selfie. what he was implying. Oh, okay. I'm not going to selfie at a brewery. So I think you've got some trivia for me. Right? I do. Uh, I can't reach it, so I have to get off camera to go get it. It's okay. It is hot in here. I don't know if you guys know, but we filmed this in Southern California, and it is just past Labor Day, 2015, and uh, we got another heat wave. You know it's Labor Day when you go on Facebook and people put up, this day is about the soldiers who gave their lives for our freedom, (laughs) so take a minute. It's not just a three-day vacation. Right. Like, what? Not that I'm against soldiers giving their lives for freedom, because... Why do you hate America? Um, Dale Three ever God bless America? I don't think he fought in the World War II. No. But he was laboring when he passed away. It's true. So Dale Earnhardt was pregnant when he passed away. Possibly. That's some breaking news. Well, I mean, with Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jr. You never know. <laughs> Back <laughs> to your trivia. Four point seven percent beer. It's doing its job. So, <laughs> as Pop Quiz Trivia is a sponsor of Growler Garage that hasn't been pulling 5. its weight. Five point two. <laughs> haven't been, no, it's hasn't 4, been pulling its weight. Oh, great. This, oh, I got this. <laughs> this is your trivia. Now, I can say that can't they can't see that. No. But. Maybe a little. This will be our, our round on Thursday night, but since this is coming out not right now, yeah. we can say this. Keep talking. You're going to get up. You you should get all these answers. Okay. And by you, I mean Pat. Down a little bit. Down a little bit. There you go. Well, no, and it's gone. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. I'll try to describe them as we're talking here. Um, in order to... Um, ooh, Do you more. want me to describe them and you answer them? You, uh, could, you could ask me to flash these images on screen when I edit it, but I'm not going to. No, I that's, a, that's a lot of work. <laughs> okay, just, so basically, a lot of clicking and dragging. And yeah, I mean, if you're, I have to find this spot in the episode. I mean, it's just... If so you're we, listening in on iTunes or Stitcher, downloading the MP3 on our website... We should which, give them some time to figure it out for themselves. Perhaps. I mean, yeah, I'll try to describe so there's, them. There's a baby blue... Well, AMC Pacer. Well, let me describe what you... First off, he handed me a, a paper oh, that has 10 back. cars on it. Um, 10 pictures of cars, and it says, identify the film by the vehicle. So basically, it's got these um, cars on it, and I'm trying to tell him what the what the movie is that it's from. And I'll describe kind of the, the car that I'm looking at um, in this kind of as we go. Um, so basically, um, if you ever go to Pop Quiz Trivia, this is... there's Round four is always the picture round. Always. And uh, Without fail. Sometimes it's uh, identify the cartoon by the character or identify the type of bean I think I had once. Yeah. And I was like, what? We get lazy sometimes. Yeah, like Pinto? My, for all my of them? favorite picture round was the Despot Ruler. So it was like... <sighs> it was like Pol Pot. Yeah. Joseph Stalin. Sometimes these aren't good. The greatest murderers in history. Okay, so some of these I'm, I'm not... There's already one I know I don't know. Well, you got to start at number one. Before. I am. Okay, so number one is a is a stretch limo um, AMC Gremlin slash oh, it's Pacer. Pacer. It's oh. kind of the same. Okay. But it's a Gremlin. With? With Flames. With Flames. Um, that's from Wayne's World. 
Double axle on the back. Yeah. It's from what? Wayne's World. It's from what? I'm, I don't care if it's Wayne's World, Wayne's World 2. You should. They're different it's, films. I don't... <laughs> it's from Wayne's World. And Same they're franchise. equally great, which is insane, because how do you follow up a perfect movie with another great movie? Have you seen the Chris Farley documentary that just came out? No. It's really good. They talk about Wayne's World a little bit. They should. It's... it's a lot of people's girlfriends are in there. What? What? Number two. <laughs> <laughs> Number two is Steve McQueen backing up while doing a gigantic burnout. Um, what's great about that scene in the movie, it's him poking his head out the window looking behind him while he's bur- he's going backwards because he overshot a corner, which he was not supposed to do. That why was not did, part of the film. Why did he do it then? Well, because he made a mistake. And what's great is if you watch that and he backs it up, he stomps on it and dumps the clutch and that thing gets such ridiculous wheel hop that you swear that car is about to break in half. <laughs> Go back and watch it and that wheel is going so far up the wheel well that it's... For the viewers, you never said the name of the movie. Oh, it's Bullet. But we mentioned it earlier. We did. So that one is um, one of the number one movie cars of all time. Number three, that is a blue Plymouth Fury convertible. That is actually... um, It's in uh, terrible shape. Yes, it is. That is, what's his name? Um, Not Chris Farley, but the other character. Uh, David Spades, that's one of his real life cars. Really? Yeah, he's a big Mopar guy. So if you look at Joe Dirt, he's got a lot of Mopars. That car, that same car is in Joe Dirt. This isn't you. Uh, maybe UNICEF will one day create a fund for anyway. Um, and that's so that's from Tommy Boy. Yes. Um, so he's got like a Daytona and Joe Dirt, and I think I'm pretty sure it's that exact car where he started to re-restore it. Huh. Um, right around the time he's doing Joe Dirt, so it's it looks weak. No, no, no. It's the one at the very end where it's bright orange and it's like super cool. There are good um, cars in that movie. So yeah, that and one's Kid Rock. That was cool. Um, number four, that one is a um, uh, black uh, Toyota yes. Hilux that has just avoided hitting, I believe, a Cadillac or a Lincoln. Um, while the Those red rolls, oh okay, rolls of and the red truck going away, I think is being driven by Biff or one of the Biff nope. Juniors or something. Flea, Flea, sorry, Flea is Flea from Red truck. Hot Chili Peppers is driving that. That's right. But <laughs> not, he's related to the Biff family. Not that that won't be a question in the <laughs> in the pop quiz trivia. What? Back to the Future challenge. Because that is from Back to the Future. Which one? Three. Two. You're right. You're yes. right. It's two. Three, they're, they got the train at that point in the movie. And it's Number five is not for you, but you might get it. Number five's tough. Um, yes. And it's one of two ways. It's, I, I'm pretty sure I know which one. I'm going to tell you the describe one. Describe the car. Okay. It's a black with flames. Um, it's your generic lead sled. It's kind of a, it's probably a Mercury. Um, it could be something different, but it, in all reality, it's probably a Mercury. Uh, black with flames on it. No roof. Chop windshield. Um, I'm going to tell you the movie I don't believe it's from. Um, there's a there's a Greaser movie starring David Arquette that came out in it the mid-90s. It's not that one, I know. Um, that This car looks very, very similar to that one, but that one's a little it, bit more... It may have been chopped. an homage. It might have been. I don't remember the name of the movie now. I've only seen it once. Um, it's because David Arquette was in it. Yes, this, I believe, is from Greece. That is Greece. Yes. That's the bad guy. That's what I yeah. was going to say. And it's got little spikies on uh, the wheels. That's right. They're in the aqueduct. Uh, that's what's happening there. Number oh, can we put a disclaimer yeah. out? Like, if if you listen to the show, you're not in Southern California. You may have this image that we can just easily make access to aqueducts. Oh no, God, this has been it's not, in it's not actually true. It's been in Terminator. It was just in Walking Dead. Like, no one goes to the, down to the aqueducts in a car. That just doesn't happen. It's not no. part of our daily lives. We eat in and out burgers. There are ridiculously beautiful women here. We don't just go down and they go to high school outdoors which blew my mind when i moved here oh yes we do it's so weird but you don't just go down to the aqueduct for fun that doesn't happen no i mean you could get down there on foot or on bicycle or motorcycle relatively easily but getting a car down there it's gonna take some some bolt cutters it's gonna take um, a possible felony charge it's it's gonna be very much work yes so that number five that was greece number six is uh the italian job that's um a couple of minis going down original the original 
Yes, yeah. it is, because it's old minis, the cool minis. Going down some stairs. I, I've never actually seen that movie, but um, there you go. I've seen the car chase scene. Number seven is the one I'm not sure about. Yes, you shouldn't be. Now, that one looks to be some sort of GM product from the late 80s that's got some problems. It's got like a, a two-inch tall like Lexan windshield, and it, it looks like a kit car that they didn't finish or like a prototype they didn't finish. It looks to be like a... Uh, like a Buick or a, or something or a Pontiac, like a weird Grand Am. Um, I don't know what that's from, and I'm going to shoot a guess out there um, that's going to be wrong. Um, and I'm not sure because the person there's a person sitting in it, and he's wearing some sort of jacket or jumpsuit or something with patches on Hawaiian it. Hawaiian shirt. Oh fuck! I don't, I don't know. I'm going to say Magnum PI. Okay. The director of the film is Boz Lerman. Okay. It came out, and I'm going to say 98, 97, 98, that really? maybe 96. What? Okay. Is it like a retro future movie or something? S- sort of. God. This I- is an interesting update on a classic. Claire Danes is in the film. I don't know what any of this means. The driver of that vehicle is Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, is this Romeo and Juliet? It's Romeo and oh, Juliet. Oh, God. They drove that in that movie? There are really, really <laughs> cool cars in that movie. That's not one of them. <laughs> I like uh, that car. It's a heck of a It's thing. a box on wheels. It's something. That's All right. A, that's a so heck that's of a thing. thing right there. Now, oh. disclaimer, number eight's not there for the car. Oh, okay. So this is Lindsay Lohan in her, in her early drug use days. This is pre-boobs. Right. This is post Mean Girls. Mean Girls was Lindsay Lohan at her peak. Yes. Pre- well, this, this is the film that was the beginning of the end for her. Yes. Yeah. Pre burnout. This is when she started looking anorexic. She'd already gone blonde. Yes. She looked better than this in the movie. This must be at like a, a screening or it's something. Probably a promo shot that she yeah. probably showed up late to. Yeah, because she looked better in the movie than she does here. Yes. Because she had reddish hair in the movie. Yes. Um, but, anyways, it's a picture of that VW Beetle with the uh, red and blue stripes, number 53. That is Herbie. Um, and this uh, is. What? What's the film? Uh, fully loaded. Herbie fully loaded, right? Okay. They film most of that like, at California I'm going to be life. after this growler. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it's 4.7. The worst right? of all the Herbie movies, for sure. She enters it in a NASCAR race at uh, Auto Club Speedway. How's that go for her? I don't... I've, I've never seen it. She doesn't win? I I hope not. I don't know. I, don't, um, I haven't seen the movie. Which, um, the main character from the... Um, the main actor from the last... Uh, the, the good Herbie movies just passed away this last week. Um, whose name escapes me at the moment, so that makes me bad. I think his name's Jim Douglas. No, that's the character's name, I think. Mm. I don't know. Uh, number nine is a scary car with teeth and a head on it, and it says Deathmobile, and um, I'm only just going to shoot a guess out here because it only makes sense that this is probably Death Race 2000. Mm. A lot of people have said that. Yeah, it's not. That is the finale of Animal House. <laughs> right. The Deathmobile. There you yeah, the go. The more than abused, I think, Continental. It looks like it probably was Continental at a some fun, point. A fun anecdote about Animal House. Uh-huh. Based on my dad's fraternity. Are you what? Swear to God, <laughs> that's fun. If you don't know Chuck, <laughs> like so, so my dad was is one of the founding members of the Delta Chi chapter at uh, uh, Cal State Long Beach. Mm-hmm. Yep. Animal House is based off of his pledge class. Wow. Hey, hey Matt, if you want to turn around and grab a, oh, I see yeah. some feet. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's Animal House. Got that one wrong. And then number ten is a silver. Uh, Mustang GT500 oh, yes. with black stripes. That's uh, gold wheels. Uh, that is from the newer Gone in 60 Seconds. I had to put that on there. That you was for did. the people. Everybody knows that car. That's the constant. Um, 
You could bring him in here, Matt. I know. I just texted him. <laughs> He's 10 feet away. Yeah, but I have to get up. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's um, <laughs> that's the crummy gone six seconds car. So I triviaed you because it wouldn't be fair for me to trivia again. Right. Agreed. Even though now I'm upset. Right. Because I got eight or because you're not leading anymore. No, because someone's got four and I don't. Yeah. Will, Will nailed his a little bit. But I like that it's four, three, two and a half, two, one and zero. That's like all of my last girlfriends before my new one. Damn. <laughs> Savage. Solid. Uh, bro, bro, you went out with a zero? No, that was not having a girlfriend. Oh, right. Yeah, oh, zero. Okay. Okay. Uh, Matt, that was we, age four. What are we up to here? 51. 51. All right, we got some time. So um, I want to talk to... Uh, Doug brought his friend uh, Matt with him today. Yes. Matt, how you doing? You've been sitting back there I, having some fun. Patience. I am here. Hey, guys. So... Matt is uh, visiting from out of town, right? He's a, a, a Chicago boy, but originally from the outskirts of Philly, as am I. Okay. That's right. Um, so you you are a car man, which is great to hear. Uh, Doug's more Doug's a bit of a car guy, but he's more a beer guy. I, I'm an appreciator, but not a participator. Yeah, we bring Doug in here because I am the opposite of Doug. I'm a beer appreciator, but not participator. Um, so, I like the way that works. So we work out well on this show. Um, so I like to get his beer updates. Like We would have never known about the Heineken... You know, merger with Lagunet, Lag. Help me out. My English is bad. Lagunitas. Lagunitas. I'm not going to say it. You have to say it. I was going to say Lagunitis, and it wasn't working. That's a Lagunitis. That's a, that's a disease, not a beer. <laughs> it's a disease, a disease of the of logs. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Matt, you, um, we were talking a little bit off the air that you have a, uh, you said 95? A 95. 95 um, BMW. M3. M3. So that's the, uh, we talked so, about, it's the first generation, first year of the... Second of the, generation. Right, of the second generation. The e. uh, fun part of that generation was that was the only one to come out of the factory not wide-bodied. Oh, interesting. I, bothers me still. <laughs> <laughs> so that looks-wise, for me personally, is my favorite M3. Um, and that's because, you know, I like the M30 and everything it stands for and blah, blah, blah. It's a great driver's car and all that. But looks-wise, it, it looks fine. But the next generation got a little bit, I don't know, more modern. It, it modernized itself a lot in it, just it, one generation. It still looks very good. It's yeah, um, it's aged very, well. Yeah, it's a very classic, sleek-looking car. It's the lines are simple. It's mm -hmm. clean. It's aggressive, but it doesn't yeah. look old. Right? Yeah, like the the E thirties have already begun to look Dated. kind of yeah. I mean, they look fine, but you know, in certain ones and kind She's, of the, she looks like a forty-five-year-old woman. A little bit. You're like. <laughs> And some of them kind of have the, the DTM style, the German touring car style body kits on it, if you will, and the wing and kind of that taller wing. And, and that looks great and all that. And I like those cars a lot. But, um, I mean, tell us a little bit about how did you get into that car? How did you get that car? What have you done to that car? Give us your life story in a few minutes. We have uh, eight minutes. I don't know how this is going to go. Well, we, can, we can go over. It'll, it'll be brief. Um, so I actually got into the, I've always liked cars. I've always been into cars. I actually started out being a big fan of Camaros and um, American muscle cars. Mm -hmm. um, actually, had a friend of mine that started out, uh, had got a BMW at an early age. Uh, lucky for him. Uh, <laughs> so he spent he spent a few years prior to that working on his car and modifying it, and it was just kind of my exposure that way through it. Um, and I actually wound up spending some times on the forums, uh, Bimmer forums specifically. Of course. Um, looking around, just, you know, reading up on what people were doing to their cars, what kind of events were going on, things like that. And uh, I got done college and 
decided, you know, the smart thing to do without having a stable job is to buy a, you know, at the time, 13 or 14 year old BMW because right. <laughs> financially smart. Um, so I did that, drove it, drove down to Annapolis, picked that up. And um, uh, shortly after I, in about six months, I had to sell the Jeep I had and the motorcycle because I was financing everything to work on the Beamer. Um, nothing super crazy is done to it. Um, like, you know, it's chipped, it's got an intake, the whole cooling system's redone and updated. Um, how much do you really have to do to an M3? You'd be surprised what you can do to an M3. Well, that's different than, like, it's the, it's the perfect driving machine, right? Like... The ult- ultimate, ultimate driving ultimate. machine. Wow. It's a great platform to make one better. In stereo correction. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, super that, that's how women treat men. They're like, this is the best you're going to get. Now I'm going to make it better. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that's just it. Is the M3s have always been about the driving. I guess recently you could, you could argue a little bit that BMW maybe has gotten a little bit away from that. But if you compare it to everything else on the road, not really. I mean, everything's gotten heavier. Everything's gotten bigger more bulbous if you will so you kind of got the, i want to watch movies while i drive a car of course uh, right um, so you so i mean more screens the mid 90s was great because cars started to get more horsepower again but they start Absolutely. didn't start putting on a ton of weight yet they were starting to kind of creep up a little bit it's not as light as the you know the first gen miatas and all that you know the second gen miatas gained a lot of weight over the first and second gen you know m3s gained weight over the first gen but it's still not a ridiculous amount where it's you know nowadays an m3s pushing on what a 4,000 pound car right they are sizable <laughs> <laughs> and uh so and then the first gen was what like 215 horsepower or something which is not terrible i think that maybe around two i don't know 215 to 230 it, it wasn't it wasn't a lot yeah and it's it not wasn't a big car but it was heavy yeah it's not anemically powered you know right. it's but it's not going to win you many drag races it's, uh, it's not going to win you drag races but um they can hold the road on the turns. Yeah, and that's that's the fun, you know, that's the fun of it because there's, you know, what are you going do? out on the back roads? That's always great. Right. They don't know what that means in California. Oh, we have some. <laughs> you've got canyons. We have some canyons. You've you got canyons. We have you've got two freeways. or three. Right. Um, <laughs> so South County's for right. Yeah. Tell us. I mean, a lot of people I know, at least in California, stay away. Well, let me let me rephrase that. A lot of car enthusiasts in California stay away from BMWs a little bit. Mostly because they get a little bit afraid of the maintenance on it. Um, things like, there's always the horror stories of every time you got to do the brake pads, you got to do the rotors at the same time, or you know, and you can't turn the rotors on, you know, a BMW. Like it's got to be replaced every time, and obviously that's a little more expensive than doing just the pads. Like, have you found that the maintenance is um, kind of been more than you expected, or absolutely, it, yeah, and absolutely, is, has it been? Um, it, it, I mean, is it? obviously it's it's more than we expected but is it you, do you think it's worth it and obviously you still own the car so it's obviously i worth do it. still own it um i really enjoy driving it um i've done a lot of the work as far as um like i've been able to teach myself and comfortable doing so um that for me driving a car that i really like and enjoy and actually having the work that i put into it mm-hmm. is very fun um is it your daily driver or it was at one point for about two years okay and what is what's your daily driver now i don't drive 
Oh, what do you? I don't have a, I don't have a car in Chicago. The, the worst possible thing to hear, right? So there. <laughs> I don't drive. Bum, 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 so you so you have your you still have, you have your car, but you just drive it kind of just for fun. I'm guessing your commute is a bicycle or a train or a bus or something. It's a train. Okay. Yeah. It's, See, our, our transit system in California is so bad that, that sounds an, ridiculous. Chicago to me. has an amazing public transportation system. That's good. Because there's people that literally do most big cities in America besides except besides, for this one. <laughs> it's <laughs> like it's like you could live ten miles from your home. Or wait, what? You could work ten miles from your home in this in this state in this Southern California area and take your car. I mean, ever, nobody and, takes and the have bus. Have an hour and a half commute. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If if you take the bus, you're a loser in California. I, I once was uh, looking looking into uh, employment in the Los Angeles area yeah. near, near LAX, and I live in Corona, so I was you know weighing out my options. Leave at four in the morning. So you know I did the traffic, and it would take me two and a half to three hours i believe it on Anytime the freeway after seven if i were to take the train it would take six oh. <laughs> way to go us so i um your tax dollars hard at work i used to work in uh, torrance which is real close to lax also mm-hmm. um and at the time i lived in santa Ana. yeah i lived in santa Ana at the time um, which is the train route right that, that those are where the rails go if i drove my car it was an hour and a half both ways if i rode my bike it was 45 minutes Okay. Except that you're splitting lanes the whole way. Oh, motorcycle bike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was my like, you are a Lance Armstrong kind of guy. <laughs> if I took my motorcycle, impressive. it was splitting lanes the whole way. And it, it seriously, I did it three or four times and I went, I, I can't. Like, Is that terrifying? It Too was stressful. And I don't mind splitting lanes. Like, I'm somebody who is pretty brave on a bike, but when you're doing it for 45 minutes straight. Yeah. That's a and, lot of decision making. And yeah, and the freeway is literally stopped. They're yeah. going five miles yes. an hour and you're going, you know, maybe 25 or 30. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to be... No. But it's... Collecting mirrors. And it's just (laughs) constant. Like, you're looking behind you because you don't want to be holding up some other dude on his bike. And then you'll get to somebody and they'll be holding you up. And then you're like... Then there's trucks that are a little wider. And you just... It's not just... People that cut into the carpool lane. There's people people legitimately that they will see a bike and they will block uh-huh. it and they go fuck you if I, if I can't get there first you aren't I, either I live for the for the I move over and I get the I get the the, the, the fingers p- on the backhand I'm like ah I did it for <laughs> you brother that was for you right there it's, and sometimes it's a girl and you're like oh bonus point girl on a bike yeah. it um I and then and then when they don't give it to you, you're like, well, screw yeah, you, dude. Yeah, right? <laughs> Come on, the guy in front of me didn't do it. Yeah, but, right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where you know, if somebody would come in your lane, you got to sit there and you got to wait and wait. Uh, and usually, the, a lot of times, the other person would move kind of away, or you go maybe go around. Well, Sean, what I would do oftentimes Sean. is you go up to them and and you know the, the the gloves have the 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 knuckles on them, and you just tag their mirror a little bit, and you don't got to break it or anything like that. But, but you if you touch their car, they they'll swerve away. They should. And, and you just got to be a little brave and got to have an exit strategy that if they swerve towards you, you know, but um, I feel like... That's what the GoPro is for. You know, and it's... Because lane splitting in California is legal, yes. first off. If, if you're not... If you're terrifying. Listening to this, oh, yeah. On the receiving end. If you're one of those people that blocks a bike in California, you're an asshole. Like, like you the are, most you ridiculous... In California, you're you know, probably... The most ridiculous kind of asshole because it's legal here. In other states, it's not legal and you can't do it and that's that's fine. It's dangerous, but whatever. Lane splitting is still safer than sitting behind a car at a stoplight because yeah. then if somebody doesn't see you and they think that that car is the next thing, you got no exit plan, you know? And, and lane filtering and lane splitting are kind of two different things. You've but, got cheap insurance. Right, that's right. It doesn't cost me shit to insure my bike. Um... Getting back to um, getting back to your BMW. What Matt. about all the hardware? 
All the hard. Oh yeah. So you do a lot of car shows with it, right? I've been in a few car shows with it over the years. Um, primarily down in Ocean City, Maryland. Um, they have regional car shows. So they, isn't that a bit of a drive? Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a few hours. I think of especially like, in the summer. Um, I think of the East Coast, Friday. and it's like that's like five states away, and I'm like, God, geez. And for us, it's kind of like that's five counties away. But California is eight states. Right, it really is. That's what throws me <laughs> off. Is like the people are like, oh yeah, I, I drove to Maryland for the car show, and I live in like Illinois or whatever. But all of like, our speed limits are like 55, so okay. it's pretty much the same drive time <laughs> right? as driving. Well, once you get out of LA and you get to like Bakersfield, it's yeah, straight crazy. shot, 185, just minus 20. Yeah, yes. What? Just. No triple digits. Exactly. 75 miles an hour. Yes. It's all day. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's cruise control. That's cruise control, yeah. Um, and so in, in your neck of the woods, do BMW drivers have the same reputation? Yes. They do? Okay. Yeah. So, so do you I, have to I, fight that a little bit? There's not much I can do to it. Um, I do you don't just embrace drive it like them. And just no, I'm not, okay. I'm not out there in rush hour trying to cut everyone off and Driving get there in the shoulder three and seconds faster than I saw a, a really funny um, cartoon yesterday. Was it Futurama? No, no oh. like a little, just a little oh. doodle. And it was uh, a, like a cartoon of at a BMW dealership. And the salesman's yeah. shaking the guy's hand saying, all right, now uh, I need you to watch this mandatory film. And there's some <laughs> seats in front of a TV. And the, the caption on the TV is... Uh, how how to drive like an asshole with the BMW logo sitting right above it. I feel like we're going to see a Sarah McLaughlin commercial with BMW drivers like, we're really not all the way you think we are. And it's just like sad music. And like BMW is like politely signaling and changing lanes. <laughs> Don't happened. let a few ruin the reputation of a great many. You know, BMW drivers here, I mean, it, they used to be, but nowadays it's mercedes too Let's to not. me to me nowadays it's the prius drivers oh yeah oh yeah it's the entitlement they're better than you are oh yeah they'll just tailgate you all day long just sit there for they bought a prius right so i feel like it, well, the problem is if they, they know that if they lift off the gas they're gonna lose all their momentum yeah and it's gonna take them a long time to get back up to it. <laughs> <laughs> so but if they do lift off the gas they charge their batteries fair <laughs> Have you ever seen the Top Gear where they uh, they put a um, I think it's a BMW behind a pre or in fr- um, yeah behind the Prius the Prius is going around the Top Gear test track as fast as it can go like that guy's pegged and they have a gallon of gas in both it and the BMW and the BMW is behind it just staying with it mm-hmm. it's not trying to pass it's just staying with it and they're trying to see which car runs out of gas first and it's the Prius because the Prius is being driven ten tenths and the dude in the BMW is just chilling. Hmm. Because he's he's hanging out at like fifty percent, if that gets on the straightaways and just cruises. Yeah, Prius. I've I've driven a few Priuses and they get Pri- atrocious I- gas mileage if you put your foot in it. Oh yeah, like they atrocious. have a huge range of gas mileage. Like yeah, when we worked um, delivering cars a long time ago, uh, I drove a Prius and I I to Six Flags, that area. Um, Magic Mountain, Valencia. Yeah, Valencia. So it's about a two hour drive mm-hmm. or so, um, and I, I averaged nineteen miles a gallon in that car on the freeway because i was cooking a little bit you know it wasn't going super fast i was probably going i was but then again that car is not built for you <laughs> well it's built for anybody who's listening if you feel like a priest is built for you tune out <laughs> wow <laughs> you just lost no listeners well, well the host of whiskey bevel <laughs> i don't know what i was trying to do there but it didn't work out it sounded terrible <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah on that note 
Um, I want to remind everybody about, um, you know, growlergarage.net. That's where you can find uh, all of our episodes. You can download them in MP3 form if you're somebody that uses a BlackBerry and can't use Stitcher or <laughs> iTunes. Or if you're on, like, Windows phone. Um, I think they have Stitcher for Windows They phone, probably do, they? right? And Windows 10 is... Windows Phone 10 not out yet, but it's coming. And it's supposed to be better. And Allegedly. Good for them. And, um, or if you're listening on, on an iPad Pro or whatever. I'm sure you can use iTunes, but whatever. I'm still going to make fun of you. Um, so, GrowlGarage.net has everything. It has the links to our iTunes, our Stitcher, YouTube, all that stuff. Um, then you can download the MP3 if you prefer to do it that way. Uh, Windows 95 users might want to do that. Um, Windows 95? Yeah. Still? Yeah. You know, uh, do they even support broadband on Windows 95? Probably not, right? No. You probably can make it work. Your computer's still turning on if you have Windows 95. <laughs> if you're using Linux on your Raspberry Pi, it's probably going to be the way to do it. Just go to YouTube. Well, it probably wouldn't run YouTube, huh? A Raspberry Pi? Yeah. Not well. Eh, there's ways to do it. Just download the MP3. There's and, ways uh, to do it. Anyways, that's where you can find the shop, the merchandise, um, which I'm trying to do more with. GrowlGarage.net's going to uh, overgo a um, little bit of a uh, new direction. I don't think I've even talked to Matt, producer Matt about this yet. No, you haven't. So I'm telling him now. So this is news to me. So we're going to uh, create a, a little bit of a, it's not going to be anything crazy, but a little bit of a cup of car blog on there. Okay. Um, it's going to sure. be cool. Hmm. So keep pretty. Uh, you know, create a little bit more of a destination for you folks. Should we have a trivia section? There might be a trivia section. We might have some fun with that. Okay. We'll talk about you guys on there a little bit as well. Um, and we'll, you know, we'll do some fun stuff on there. We got some cool friends of the show that want to do some stuff with us. Um, some car reviews, um, some test drives, some cool videos here and there. Just some general bullshit, you know, people Which are adding most of the show. As well as the show. The <laughs> podcast is going to be... Uh, <laughs> Um, still the focal point, of course, but um, there's there's shirts and all that stuff. Let us know if you like any if um, if you want anything different, and it's not copyrighted. Just send it to me in a YouTube comment or an email, um, growlergaragepodcast@gmail.com, or go on the website. It's easier. Just click on there, and uh, or on Twitter, growlergarageoc uh, is where you can find us. And uh, if you submit something to us, um, it becomes our intellectual property. So that's nice because uh-huh. um, I'm just, I'm telling you that now as a disclaimer. Uh, if you say like, oh, you should make a shirt that says, you know. Lindsay Lohan's hot. I don't know. Um, probably couldn't do that. She Nobody's probably, ever done that, though. Not since Mean Girls. Not since Mean Girls. Ooh. You know? Like, <laughs> Lacey Chabert still wins that movie. Which one's that? Uh, She's the dark... Friend 3. The darker-haired other well, There's girl. Rachel McAdams. Not her. Who didn't look good in that movie. Not the other one. The, she looked better in the, the blonde hair. Oh, okay. That, yeah, the big-eyed girl. What's her yeah, name? Yeah, Lacey Chabert. But career-wise, I think that... Oh, I don't remember her name now. Me neither, but I know who you're talking about. They, what? The girl that's now on the Showtime show. Lizzie Kaplan. Wait, what? She was the lesbian girl in Mean Girls. Was she really? And now, she's famous now? She's on the Showtime show. She was on True Blood. Huh. She has a problem keeping her shirt on on film. <laughs> so... I think the girl, the the blonde, the one who plays the blonde stupid girl in the movie. Yes. I think she's probably had the best career of all of them. Amanda Seyfried. That's the one. Yeah. She probably had the. She m- looks weird to me though. Okay. I'm You're, not crazy about that. Yeah, bad. That's taste. just not my style. You have bad taste. I like Lacey Chabert. <laughs> she's not bad either, but you have bad taste. Um. So if you want to see the stupid car, you can go to Netflix or something and watch Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, you can. The car's ugly as fuck. We'll see. I'm coming for you. I'm coming. That's, okay. a, that's an outrage. He challenge. just called you out, Will. Yeah. <sighs> I'll let him know. 
I, I don't want to like take. I feel like he should go, and then I can go. Where maybe we can be here together, have a playoff, and have a trivia off. Okay, in a year when the show's one year old, we'll uh, do that. So long for me to be disgraced. That's what she said. I'm a three. Well, thanks for tuning in. Um, I and appreciate on the, and on that bombshell. Appreciate all you guys tuning in. Hit that subscribe button. Um, if you want to comment or hit share, that really helps us out a lot. Um, because you can help us get sponsors, notably beer sponsors. If you hit subscribe, we can show that to the breweries, and they'll be like, "Oh wow, you've got like 800 subscribers five years Someday. from now." <laughs> and then at a certain point, you can tell all of your listeners that they have a exclusive Growler Garage discount discount code at certain breweries. Yeah, which, not at Taps. Not at Taps. No, no. Not, not a rumor taps. was already started that we have a discount at Taps. Uh, taps what, makes great beers. So they do, and I love Taps, and they're great. But somebody decided to start a rumor that if you say Growler Garage at Taps, you get a discount. It's n- it's not true. Yet, well, I don't need any more emails. We, <laughs> we can make some beautiful things happen, but we Ooh. need to see a groundswell from the people. This is right. true. We need your support. We're gonna get something going on Kickstarter, and by groundswell, I don't mean money. Just kidding. What do we need? I mean, money would be cool too. Though. Yeah. Just just comments and showing up and sharing and saying hey. No, 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 no. no. Give me money. Okay, fine. Give it money. <laughs> Let's just cut to the first and here. foremost. Here's Pat do. and I are in this for the money. Oh, okay, so. here's what we do. We make a pint glass with your name on it, which already exists. Correct. How many? There are enough of those. There are one. one. Okay. Well, when there are more than one, no, you can buy them. They'll make them. They're made to order, just what like Jack in the Box. Bring that to a brewery, and they fill it for X amount of dollars. Oh, there you go. Okay. Mm-hmm. See. Comment, share, like. There it is. Bingo, bango, bongo. The important bit is just do something. Watch our video and do something. Do stuff. Do something. I don't care. Comment on it saying we suck. I don't care. Tell us that we're like a, a shot of tequila. It starts out as a great idea and it goes downhill quickly, Hans. <laughs> just do that. And that's fine with us. And uh, I want to thank Doug for coming on again. Matt for, for joining First us as well. Two appearance. It is. And um, we will see you all next week um, where uh, we'll be talking about more bullshit and that's I'm hoping that's what you guys want to see just tell us in the comments be like more bullshit less bullshit that's all the feedback I need so thank you for joining us again um, like I said YouTube iTunes Stitcher is where you were at as well as growlergarage.net thanks for joining us we'll see you next week